What does being a CEO mean to you? Managing a corporation of hundreds or thousands of employees? Super important board meetings? Or the power suits? You gotta have the power suits. But in this new world of business, the definition of being a CEO has changed a lot. And as a business owner, or even an aspiring business owner, you are a CEO. The power suit is optional. And if you're thinking, no, I'm just a one lady shop, I'm not a CEO, then today's guest, business and leadership coach Brandy Mabra, would beg to disagree. Today, she's going to tell us a bit more about why you absolutely must claim the title of CEO and unapologetically so. Want to hear more? Then stay tuned, CEO. Do you want to find joy in being both a parent and a business owner? Then come and play with us here at the Playful Mompreneur podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Tonkin-Smith, and I'm on a mission to help moms to start and grow their own businesses in a way that's as simple and as fun as child's play. Join me as I talk about things like playful productivity, tools and tech, and building a special kind of business. A business that supports your desire to be a fully present parent and to have the time and space to truly connect with your kids. You'll also hear from other mompreneurs and some dadpreneurs who are rocking this double gig of parenting and business ownership, with some of them even throwing homeschooling into the mix. Get the inside track on both their struggles and what's working for them. And then use that as inspiration for building your playful business. You ready? Let's play. So before I get into my interview with Brandy, let me tell you a little bit more about her. Brandy Mabra is a business and leadership coach and yes, CEO of Savvy Clover Coaching and Consulting. This lady totally owns her role as CEO, and she equips her clients to show up unapologetically savvy and build their businesses to six or even seven figures. And today, she's going to be sharing with you how you too can step up into your role as CEO of your business, even if you're just getting started. Brandy has over 15 years of business management and leadership experience in the corporate world, But a few years ago, she decided it was time that she built her own business and she started Savvy Clover. She's also exceptionally qualified. She has a master's degree, she's a certified professional coach and a master energy leadership practitioner. And the best qualification of all, she's a mother to two teenage boys. Brandy teaches her clients to look at their businesses holistically using the six pillars of business excellence, which are marketing, operations, finance, client experience, your team, and you. If you're looking for a bit of playful structure in your business, then you'll love Brandy's approach. What I loved about my interview with Brandy is that she's brought all the good parts of the corporate world into running a small business. And then she's ditched a lot of the stuffiness of business, but used the structures and the processes from her corporate life to create plenty of space for play in her own business today. 
and testament to this are her regular CEO breaks, which she'll tell you a little bit about later, and playing along with her basketball-obsessed family. Brandy, welcome. It's so wonderful to have you. Thank you, Shelly. I'm so excited to be here and just to be able to catch up with you. And so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's it's so cool. We've already had a little bit of a catch up before this, which has been wonderful. And just also one of the wonderful parts of being a mompreneur in this, this community of other mompreneurs. So tell, tell us about your business and how you are actually able to take these CEO breaks. Tell us what you do in your business. Yeah, so I help female entrepreneurs to be able to build the seven-figure business that they desire. We focus on hiring, um, you know, really helping them stand in their CEO role and showing up unapologetically savvy in their business. So that way they are able to scale to the multi-six and seven-figure business revenue models. So cool. And I think you've brought in a lot of your experience from the corporate world, which we'll talk about in a minute. But can you tell us a bit more about how you work with your clients? Do you do one-on-one work or group programs? Yeah, I have my um, Savvy Foundation CEO Mastermind is the way that I work with my clients. And so during that time, we spend 12 months together going through the six pillars of business excellence that you mentioned. And then also I have my Savvy C Blueprint, which helps them to stand in that CEO role boldly, confidently, showing up unapologetically savvy. So that way they have a healthy and thriving seven-figure business as well. So it's definitely fun to watch the transformation that happens. Most times they come to me very confused, not sure exactly what next steps that they need to take. Sometimes they're nervous to hire in their business, to delegate some of the work that's on their plate. And by the time that they leave me, then they're confident in hiring. They're confident in delegating. They know exactly what to focus on. They have a sound infrastructure and business foundations that they need in order to be able to bring additional revenue into their business and higher revenue, and but also that their business is in a healthy state. So it's not just all about the money, mm-hmm. for sure. Yes, yes. I love that focus on, on holistic health and like looking at the business as a whole. I think that's so needed and you know it's sometimes very difficult when you start off as a solopreneur you're doing it all yourself and I think that you do feel like oh I, I need to do this all myself but I know you've like just inspired me and encouraged me to be part of that journey of, of getting help I'm, I'm so excited to uh, dive in a little bit more about the CEO role and what that means as well but before we go on to that I'd love to just also know about your family and how you balance business and family life yeah yeah so I have two boys you know I I'm part of a blended family of four so the two boys my oldest is 15 who's mine you know biologically and then I have our youngest one who is 12 and I'm a bonus mom to him but we spend a lot of time you know they love basketball and we were able to spend the holidays for Christmas in Hawaii um, so they were able to experience that but <laughs> same time they challenge me they keep me busy Uh, they definitely hold me accountable if I'm working too much or if they feel like I'm out of focus especially you know they'll kind of gang up on me because I'm the only girl in the house boys ah yeah I know how you feel (laughs) (laughs) it's a challenge but it's it's fun it's it's definitely fun I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world and they are part of the reason why I do what I do you know to be able to have my business have the freedom to be able to own my days and really be able to just 
have the time that I need to be there for them. So they're my inspiration for sure. Oh, that is so cool. And it's, it's sometimes so beautiful being uh, the, the only girl in the house. You're like the, the princess, the queen. <laughs> yeah, well, I try to say that's what, that, that's what I am. You know, I'm yes. the queen, I'm the queen. And sometimes they make me feel like I'm Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning of Cinderella. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, Come on, boys. (laughs) So now, Brandy, tell us about your business journey. So how did you get to this point of of being a business coach, of hosting this mastermind, of getting such incredible results for your clients? How did you land up here? Yeah, well, it's an interesting journey. And I think it goes back to owning the uniqueness that you have and the past experience that you have um, and really just fully stepping into that. So for me, I have, like you said, I have 15 years worth of business management and leadership experience. But when I first started my business, it was because I wanted to make more of an impact and I wanted to help others. And when I first started my business, there were a lot of people who would come to me and ask me, how was I able to move up in my career? How was I able to get to the C-suite? You know, how was I able to make the amount of money that I was making? So I started out in career coaching and that was fun, but it wasn't completely in alignment with what I really enjoyed. I was getting a lot of requests for resume. Can you look at my resume? Can you help me with my LinkedIn profile? And so that felt very, I didn't feel like I could really serve the way that I wanted to serve. And as I started to look at different spaces, I realized that the business management and leadership experience that I've gained over the past 15 years was actually more in alignment. It really lit me up. I really enjoyed, you know, the operations piece and the leadership piece and being able to build something and helping others to be more confident in what they were building. And once I stepped into that and put out the offer for, you know, Savvy Foundations, it was a game changer. I made money right away and, you know, and work, start working with clients on it. And it was, it's, I've been going ever since. And so it's been really fun just to see the impact and and just the journey, but it started with me taking ownership of what I really could bring to the table and being confident in that and not being afraid to really tell people how I could help them and the experience that I, that I do bring to the table. Yes, yes, I think that's wonderful. And I think bringing, I think often when we start our own businesses, we we feel like, oh my goodness, I'm swimming in a sea of inexperience here. I don't know how to do this own business thing. But you've actually got all this experience, whether it's a corporate experience, whether it's been working for someone else, you've got so much experience behind you. And it's a matter of looking back and maybe sometimes seeing the golden threads of like, what have been the things that I've been really good at? What are the things that actually light me up? And you get those clues. And I love to see that coming through in your business journey. Uh, What I've also seen is your zone of genius coming through in the way you've set up your business. So I'd love to just get it from you. What do you feel is your zone of genius? Definitely the business management and leadership piece. I have a ability to see things from a high level, how things fit together, which has been very beneficial. Part of being a CEO is being forward thinking, using strategy, planning for the future. And that's a sweet spot for me that I'm finding. And that's really what I did in my corporate career. I was blessed because I was I have the experience of working in corporate and with small businesses, helping them to be able to build their you know multi-million dollar businesses. And I really shied away from owning 
that, but that's ultimately what I, what I've been able to do is I would step into their role, help them fix, you know, where they might've been losing money or their team wasn't happy, um, reworking their operations. And it's just fitting together pieces of puzzles. And so with the business management piece and building a business, you have to fit different pieces of a puzzle together in order to have a thriving business. And so that's, that's been my sweet spot. That's what I really enjoy. I I could talk about it all day long if you let me. Um, (laughs) So uh, yeah, I think that that's where my zone of genius lies. Yeah. And to me, that's just another example of how you're kind of breaking the rules of like these old fashioned rules of business where you, you're actually owning who you are and making the rules for yourself. I think you're playing by your own rules but at the same time, I love how you've you've brought the the good bits, the good bits of your corporate career and your management experience, and you're bringing it in to go. Let's just give you this beautiful structure, the good parts, and then we just spice it up with you and your personality. I just really love that, and I think it really comes through in the way you speak about your business, Brandy. I I also just would love to hear the journey of moving into coaching entrepreneurs and to focus in your business coaching on this this business management model rather than the career coaching because you took some pretty drastic steps recently to move forward in this new direction can you tell us about those bold moves you took yeah we were you know I think one of the biggest things is you have to find your people you know who are the people that you're most in alignment with who can really benefit from the help that you're going to provide so one of the things that me and my marketing coordinator did was we scrubbed our email list um, which felt very scary to do because you know you work so hard to build it up and you know but we from an engagement standpoint my messaging had changed a bit since I had first started building my list and really trying to build the community and I am all about community and I wanted to be able to hear from people ask questions and just really feel that sense of community and that I was really making a difference because that's what I'm here to do So we sent out an email and said, if you click on this link, you'll still be included. And if not, then, you know, it's okay. No hard feelings. It's fine. And so we went through it and I struggled like, oh my gosh, I don't know if this is the right thing. But that's one of the benefits of having a team is that, Uh you know. No, it'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be able to build it back up. And that's what we did. You know, we went ahead and we started out with, you know, at the beginning of the year, we've only, we only had like 30 some people. And to date now, we are in the mid 200. So by the end of the year, we'll have, you know, over 1200 people back on the list. And so it sounds very drastic to do that, but it's been remarkable as well. And so even with the mastermind, that was a big difference too. So we had a five figure launch this past time. um, And part of it was because we made a very strategic decision to have, you know, a community and to make sure that our messaging was resonating with those that we were talking to. So it was scary though in the process. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks so much for sharing that. And you also mentioned your team. I'd love to just chat a little bit about your team because you are one of these um, entrepreneurs in my biz bestie circle um, where you've, you've hired quite early and you now have a pretty big team. So what would you say to other mompreneurs out there who are thinking of hiring or who have thought like, no ways, I'm never going to hire. Can you tell us a little bit about 
your hiring journey and how you'd recommend the rest of us follow the process of, of looking into hiring a team? Yeah, um, for me, I, I did. I hired early. I got tired of sitting at my desk for two hours trying to figure things out. Part of that was probably the business management background in me being, I've always was used to delegating and having help. So I went ahead and, and took the leap and hired, but I did prepare for it from a financial standpoint. I looked at what the possibility was of, you know, the money that, that I would have coming in. So I was strategic about it, but at the same time, the fears that came up for me was, am I going to continue to be able to pay this person? You know, if I delegate, what are they going to do? with this because I was still learning things in my business as well. Mm. But the bright spot is here we are. The My marketing coordinator is the longest person who's been on my team and her she hit her one year mark in February. I've been able to pay her every month. You know, she oh, is cool. collaborative with me. She holds me accountable. The structure that we have because of her has been a game changer. And so now I have a VA who helps me she has a, a skill set that me and my marketing coordinator did not have. So okay. she complements both of us. And then I also have someone who helps me from a technical standpoint and kind of helps me with creativity because that's his sweet spot. So, you know, so between the three of us, we are making it move. But it, it was it was scary. It was it was very scary to take that leap. But I don't regret it. I've been more profitable because of it, because I'm not focusing on in the weeds work and doing all the tasks. I'm able to say, hey, can you do this for me? Why I focus on, you know, maybe pitching myself. I've been able to do speaking engagements. I've had more podcast interviews. I was recently featured in Create and Cultivate. I was featured in Pop Sugar last year. And it's because of those things that I've been able to do because I have a team. I have help. I'm able to take time off, you know, with CEO breaks. So all of that outweighs the feeling of being chained to my desk and to my laptop. Um, so I, I, I would recommend if you are sitting at your desk feeling like you're a slave to your business or that you're being chained to your laptop and you don't have the freedom that you need, then yeah, definitely delegate and or think about hiring. You can hire at a very small, you know, maybe it's a few mm -hmm. hours a week. Yeah. Maybe it's a few hours a month and just to test it out, just to see. But mm -hmm. I guarantee you that once you take that leap and once you have someone to hand something off to, it's going to be a game changer. So. Yeah. And it just creates that space for you as, as the CEO of your business, as you said, to do the more strategic work, the work where it's you and your face and your branding and messaging and everything that's needed, like the podcast interviews and like for me, like a guest post or that kind of thing to free me up to do those kinds of things rather than like fussing with a, a workflow or something like that. And I think that CEO role, I know is a big part of what you teach your, your people and that CEO mindset. Can you talk a little bit about that um, for the people who are listening? Because I know there's going to be mompreneurs who are just getting started in business and they're going, Mm, I'm not a CEO. I'm not a C-suite kind of material. Uh, you know, I'm just like like a mom and pop shop here. I, I don't feel like a CEO. What would you say to those mamas who are just getting started and don't really want to claim the role of CEO? <laughs> you are a CEO and, you know, you are a CEO in your own way. And I think owning that, you know, own the authenticity 
authenticity that you have and what you bring to the table from a CEO standpoint, what you're saying when you claim yourself as a CEO is that you're taking ownership of your business. You are not at the mercy of your business. And so if you are looking at your business, that this is a way for you to create the life that you want, you're able to make the impact that you want. You're able to be there a service of others and really showing up as your unique self, then you're a CEO. And one of my clients, she said it beautifully. She said, not only am I the CEO of my business, but I'm the CEO of my life. And so when you really are taking that responsibility and coming from that frame of mind, it just helps you to be more empowered compared to, you know, just feeling like, I'm a mom, I have my business, you know, things are busy, things are just chaotic, I have no control, you know, when things are just being thrown at you. No, take a step and really own what's happening, you know, choose how you use your time, choose what you're focusing on, choose, you know, how you're interacting with your family, choose how you're being present or not present, like you have the choice of how you show up. And so when you're thinking about that CEO role, that's really what it means. It just means that you are putting yourself in a place of empowerment and owning how you want your life to be, how you want your business to look. And when you step into that, it's very powerful, very powerful. Yes, yes. Oh, I love that. I think that is so cool, as you say, to take on not just for your business, but for your life as well. And not just to be like in this mode of, oh, I'm so busy and like life is happening to me. Because then you live life by default, but stepping forward, like owning the decisions you make, owning the the way you design your life, so powerful. And I think you you can bring more of you into the world in that way. There's a new space for you. I love that. So cool, Brandy. So talking of that lifestyle piece and owning your life as well. Let's talk time now. And I'd love for you to actually take us through your typical week. Yeah, it all starts with the schedule, you know. Um, So I schedule things. If I do not schedule things, they will not get done. I'll forget, you know, I, so even right down to the times that I have to pick up my son for carpool are scheduled. And so it starts off with that and having blocks of time to make sure that I'm able to focus where I need to focus. And also from every morning, I try to make sure that I start off with my devotionals. Um, I'm starting from a place of not feeling chaotic. I do notice that if I don't start from that place, things just don't, my day doesn't go as smooth. But from an hour standpoint, I really don't want to work any more than 25 hours, 25 to 30 hours is where my max is. I always give myself on Mondays to do planning. I meet with my team on Mondays. And then on my second free day would be Friday where I, you know, my hair appointments or just finishing up things for the week. If there's anything I need to follow up on. And then during those Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays or when I do, you know, like our mastermind call is on Wednesdays. If I go live on Instagram, you know, that's usually on a Wednesday. Our workshops happen on Wednesdays and Thursdays. So I just make sure that during those times on those Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, those are kind of the key business times. Mm -hmm. And then on Mondays and Fridays, I still do business on those days, too. But it's more preparing and wrapping up on, you know, at the start of the week and end of the week. So that, but it all starts really with a schedule and making sure everything has a block assigned to it. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that. So um, do you work with your team? Do you have a project management uh, software or like, how do you, how do you keep track of it all? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, for my schedule, it's in Google, Google calendar, but okay. we work out of ClickUp, which is a project management system. My marketing coordinator, she loves it. So she puts everything in there. I kind of communicate with her, you know, for example, even with, with our, you know, with our podcast, that mm-hmm. I've communicated that with her. She puts it on the calendar in our ClickUp. And then we go through anything that we need to do for that. So even from our social media planning that gets scheduled in, you know, in, in ClickUp and if there's any actions that need to be assigned to that, then that's helpful too. And then for our hub, we use Google Drive. So everything is kind of placed in there too. And we stick with the six pillars of business excellence that we talked about earlier with, so there's a marketing place, an operations place, a financial place, a client experience place, a team place, you know, so if there's anything pertaining to the team and then there's a place for me too. So if there's anything that I have coming up, then we put it there. So it's, it's very it's very structured and organized, which I love. So yes, that's helpful. Yes. <laughs> you, you do you do certainly sound so so organized, but it, it sounds also really fun and playful and light. I think that's that's yeah. the yeah, that's what I love about it is this this lightness to it. And I think the structure that you've put in place is not it's not rigid, it's there to support you. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think that's also like a big part of playfulness that I'm I'm discovering on my playful mompreneur journey is that you know, to play a good game, you've got to have a few rules. There's got to be some boundary lines in your basketball game. Um, you've got to have like just some basic structures in order to play nicely. And I love seeing how that that shows up for you in your business and then how you can get, you've got like all this, the, the sort of technical side, and then you've got your team supporting you and then you've got all those um, technical, like all the tech tools, you're using them to actually support you to enjoy this business because ultimately that's why we we start our own businesses I think that's that's what so many moms are are desiring and moms and dads anyone who is is sort of juggling this double gig of full-time parenting and full-time work it's a real juggle and I think putting those those supports in place really helps with making it feel more fun, more light, um, and more energetic. So can you tell us a little bit about how you've introduced a bit of playfulness into your business and how that's maybe helped you to realize some successes that maybe you wouldn't have realized otherwise? Tell us how you play in business, brain. Yeah, and that's so important. So I think with the CEO breaks that I take, the time off, when we first got quarantined last year, that was really, that was hard because I was just head down in the business and we finally decided to take a break and we went to, my significant other surprised me with a trip to Antigua. And when we went, I was fearful. He had no choice but to surprise me because up until that point, I kept saying, we're in quarantine. We can't go. We can't do anything, you know, and I was just trying to just get things done. Um, and so he forced me to take a break when he forced <laughs> me to take a break. He it was the best thing ever. <laughs> you know, we had we had a ball like we were there for four days. I didn't crack open my laptop. I didn't do anything with it. And so we we coined the term CEO break. Because I came back and I was so refreshed. I had these new ideas. And so it was amazing just to just to see the difference that, you know, that that came up. So since that time, 
we are all, I'm always taking CO breaks. So if I can take off between four to seven days, that's what we do. So, you know, whether there's been times where I've had to just be at home, but it's still me just disconnecting from the business to where there's been times where I've taken an actual time away of, you know, like we went to, we've been to Aruba, we went to Mexico, we went to Hawaii, um, you know, we, yeah. And so it's, it's just been really nice just to have that time away. Um, And of course, you know, at this point, I'm at the recording of of this podcast, you know, it was COVID safe. So we were tested a bunch of different times and, and different things like that. But, um, but at the same time, it was, it was fun. And so that's, that's been the incorporation. And so me and my team, what we did for this year is we scheduled my CEO breaks. So, so that way I'm always having that accountability to making sure that I'm taking time off as well. So I love it. I love it. And another example of how that schedule and that structure can actually help you play more. And then I'm just loving how that break and that time off actually recharges you and you return with new ideas that just weren't coming in the, in the cabin fever, especially during quarantine. It's like, Mm -hmm. I think there was like a heaviness about that. Um, yes so I love that just taking those breaks and I've also been leaving my laptop when we've been going on holidays and vacations like I've been leaving my laptop of course the phone still comes with but at least it's like if if you're leaving the laptop it's like breaking the tether and it's it then feels like a holiday and you can come back refreshed and revived I love that you're also planning it into your business because Mm -hmm. planning it into your schedule because otherwise I think we can um I I think you you know everyone can hear how passionate you are about your business and I think a lot of people listening to the show will be in the same place where you actually really love doing your work and so like okay let's pull you back out <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah let's let let's let's uh you know get back to brandy and, and non-savvy clover brandy and yes. non, you know and it's like it, it is work doesn't feel like work and you can you can just just keep doing it and mm-hmm. you know or and even when you are taking a break you still think about it but again, I, I, to your point, I really love the fact of not having to open up my laptop. And that was a game changer as, as well. But it's a mindset shift for mm-hmm. sure. But once you get past it and used to it, then you just can't live without it. <laughs> I love it so much. Now, for other mompreneurs out there uh, who have been loving what they're hearing so far and, and they want to just engage with you and to follow you, can you tell us a little bit about the programs that you offer and where people can connect with you online? Yeah, absolutely. I spend most of my time on Instagram. So you can find me at Savvy Clover Coaching. So S-A-V-V-Y-C-L-O-V-E-R Coaching. Also, you can find me online at SavvyClover.com. If you go there, you'll be able to see um, that we offer a free two-day workshop called Unapologetically Savvy. And so that is my signature workshop where I spend two days with you to help you be able to build the seven-figure business that you desire in a healthy, feel-good way that makes sense, that's sustainable as well. So that's 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 the just on me, wow. where you can find me. Well, it has been just such a delight to chat with you again, to connect up with you again. It's been so cool just to chat more about what it means to actually really set your sights quite high, to be really ambitious about where you're growing this mom 
business that you might just be starting as a one-person business, like know that if you have these ambitions, these desires in your heart to actually build it into a really, really big business, making really, really big revenue figures, that that is entirely possible. It's all up to you how you build your own business. And I think that's what I love so much about being an entrepreneur is that you can build this business that you desire from all angles. And it's and it's all about you and you making the rules of building business. So is there any parting words that you have for us today, Brandy, that you'd like to share with beginner mompreneurs? Yeah, I would just say, don't be afraid to own your CEO role, stand in it, believe in it and go out and make a difference because we need strong business owners, strong, you know, women business owners for sure. And Mm -hmm. especially as moms. So go out and make an impact, show it, do it for your children. You know, they, they watch. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's amazing advice. Thank you so much, Brandy. Thank you for being on the Playful Mom for Your podcast. No problem. Thank you, Shelly. That's the end of our Mompreneur Playdate today. But come again soon. Subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. But the best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode and to get free bonus content is to get onto the Playful Mompreneur email list at playfulmompreneur.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes for today's episode. So head to playfulmompreneur.com and sign up there. And then playing is even more fun with friends, right? So please share the Playful Mompreneur podcast with all your mompreneur friends by sending them over to playfulmompreneur.com or tell them to search the Playful Mompreneur on Apple Podcasts or wherever they listen to podcasts. You can also help me to spread the word by leaving a favorable review on Apple Podcasts. I'd absolutely love that. Thanks so much for tuning in, spreading the word, and most of all, being playfully and wonderfully you. Now it's time to go off and be a playful mompreneur.